Welcome to Divine Intimacy Radio, a co-production of EWTN Radio and SpiritualDirection.com, where we provide you with a spiritual haven of rest and explore the riches of the wisdom of the saints and the path to union with God. This is Dan and Stephanie Burke. Welcome to Divine Intimacy Radio, your radio haven of rest. Your hermitage of the heart. Your monastery of the mind, where we lift our hearts and minds to heaven to draw upon the immense, vast, unfathomable well of Catholic mystical wisdom and tradition to help us to navigate this crazy, crazy world we're living in today. Mm-hmm. Today we have a special guest, uh, kind of a figuratively figuratively adopted daughter, Anne Vernig, friend, uh, head of uh, mission engagement at the Avila Foundation. She is an evangelist extraordinaire. Yes, she is. She's, she is. She that is. is a gift of hers. Yeah, just yeah. such a gift. So no fear, no fear yeah, in this right. woman. No fear. That's right. And we're talking about community life yeah. because we're all in Apostle VA community together. And just trying our goal. I'm just going to be upfront with everyone. My goal is to get you who are listening to understand the the value and importance of community and as essential for the rebuilding of Christendom rebuilding of the Catholic faith, the healing mm-hmm. of the church. Mm-hmm. And to the degree that you are engaged in that reality, uh, it will happen in your life and those you influence. And to the degree that you're not, um, you might do okay alone. But in the first show, the analogy I used, the title of the show, you know, Alone to Hell, Together to Heaven, was the family that got too spread out in the mountains and a mountain lion got their son. His name was Jared. God rest his soul. Never forget it. And that you get picked off when you're alone. It doesn't matter how strong you are. Um, it Eve just, got picked off. Mm-hmm. Eve, Eve got, got picked, picked off, and look at what it did to her. Well, and, and, and even even some great saints have been knocked off the road. Teresa of Avila said there was about a ten year period while a cloistered nun that she would have gone to hell because she just was out of kind of the reality that she should have been in. Mm-hmm. So uh, the narrow way is narrow and difficult. Jesus said that for a reason not wide and easy and it is a mountain road and the devil is prowling around like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour so today's show we want to talk we had ann on because ann and stephanie and i have become a very very close and uh, work together all the time and we've been through good amazing beautiful highs and very difficult lows Mm -hmm. Uh, but the lows are all been redemptive lows i would say that right redemptive challenges or whatever so, but but they were the kind of lows that could have destroyed relationships, you know. Right. If if any one of us had chosen to be to bail. selfish or bail, yeah, or put our own emotional, you know, wounds or whatever first, yeah. Um, but we held we held tight through the storm. We uh, we had, and I, I think this is really key as we as we go into this conversation is that we had the understanding of what was happening. We had an understanding through formation that storms are there for a purpose, that trials are an invitation to a greater healing, to uh, purification, to greater love. And, and uh, it's just been extraordinary, you know? Yeah. So uh, in the last show, we talked also about this, this, this idea that saints, why are, why are most saints out of communities? And if you ask John of the cross, why? He would he would give you he would say because community life is intended by God to bring about healing through 
dealing with wounds, sin, brokenness. What are your thoughts on that? Amen. It makes me think of the two greatest commandments. Love your love God with all your heart and love your neighbor as yourself. And so especially as our our community is really our charism is mental prayer and trying to um, bring some order into our lives and have this relationship with God be a priority. What flows from that is relationship with other people. And we're hurt relationally, but we also heal relationally. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, it's just really, it's really important that you have these relationships because relationship is, I mean, that's, this is it. So you have to have, we have to have these relationships with others. But as we keep looking, I, I had said in the first show, you know, God created us to be interdependent, not codependent. So we look to him and then he fills our needs through others. As soon as we start looking to someone else to fill our need, whether it's physical or emotional or my identity or, um, you know, different my worth, my everything value. Right? Yep. Um, it's it's disordered, and God in His goodness will help purify that um, through community. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Now you said in the last show too. I think it's really important. One of our values is is uh, transparency, mm-hmm. openness, and then you you said the community is safe. Mm-hmm. That it isn't safe. Like there's a wrong view of safe, right? A wrong view of safe is there is no opportunity for harm. That's not safety. Or, or safety in confirming you in your brokenness. In your brokenness, like, oh, you know, you need to just go with your feelings, or you know, confirming in a woke destructive kind of way. destructive way. Yeah, that just leads to your demise rather than to your growth and healing. And you know, so talk about safety in the context of invulnerability, wherein wounds can be opened and healed it's not it's not it's not padded rooms i don't know i'm trying to get the analogy sure yeah i think freedom is another word like we're free and feelings is such a great topic because i think a lot of us especially in this day and age with all our technology we are just numb Mm -hmm. and we are not checked into our bodies so what happens is that uh we we repress a lot of feelings and we're not wrong for how we feel but it doesn't mean that our feelings are truth. Right. So the feelings are really good because they're telling us something and you need to acknowledge how you're feeling, but then you need to go. It, it's not about, I feel this way about you, Dan. Yeah. So you're wrong and you come fix my problem. It's really, wow, I'm feeling really anxious right now. Or I felt kind of hurt by what, you know, um, Dan said to me, I go take that to the Lord. And I go gaze upon him and get curious about why am I feeling this way? Right. Instead of running with the feeling, reacting to the feeling, it's more of an invitation to what's the Lord doing here. Well, and I think um, in addition to that, which I think is so very important, is in our charism of Apostoli VA, we also live discernment of spirits. So in that, we're also learning that we can't trust our feelings. That our, that our feelings are good. They were created by God, but they can be manipulated. So we must discern that. And that's part of that going before the Lord and saying, I'm feeling this. Why? Yep. What is this? Lord, help me to understand. Is this coming from you? Is this coming from the enemy? Is it coming from my wounds? 
why and why is this happening and where where is that invitation to to healing because those feelings do tell us something the storm tells us something the trial tells us something that the lord's working in and through our relationships to bring us to a greater good to help us grow in virtue and to gain merit from the suffering whatever it is right and so it's really important um and the bond of the charism provides context and structure and you're talking about the teaching which is part of that that helps us to get healed in it right the key is you have to be in it and stay in it you know it's one of the things i appreciate like one of like both of you actually both of you have a really strong orientation to loyalty Mm -hmm. you know and so that so when we've three of us have weathered some pretty heavy storms and, and wounded one another and you know wrestled with one another but I can just tell you both. I mean, I'll tell you, she's my wife. She knows this. We talk about this at Divine Intimacy Marriage Retreats. And, you know, we talk about where each other's crosses and you know, everybody hears all that. But I can say to you, and I think, Stephanie, you could, and we could add Jordan, producer man, that that um, on a scale of one to 10, 10 being ex- like major change, holiness, understanding, virtues all the good uh you have affected me you have affected me he's affected me we've affected each other i mean i know what your number would be it's at a 10 for me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's at yeah. a 10 for me I, i've been radically changed another yeah. one uh, one of my buddies lonnie applegate part of the community community that guy 10 you know because he confronted me about my behavior on social media i've been off for three years because of him but man, was that process painful because mm-hmm. we had conflict over it. Yeah. But I love him, love him mm-hmm. for just challenging ha- and hanging in. Yeah. You know? And not giving up. I think yeah. that's that's really um, I the what comes to mind is uh, the trust that's built in community because you are praying together, you are suffering together, you are you have committed to something together. And you've said, these things are important to me. And I love God more than I love all of you. But because I love God more than I love all of you, then I love you. And and that's for me has been like a, a momentous thing is that I, my heart's safe with Dan Burke because I know he loves God more than me. Safe and, with a broken Dan Burke. But that's my point Yeah, is that I know that you have to stand before God and that you know you have to stand before God because for what you do to yeah. me or whatever. Right. And I know you're cognizant of that. Yeah. So that helps me to trust where your brokenness, right. To trust you in that journey and to trust you in that journey and Jordan and the others in our community that we can look one another in the eye and say, I know you're in this. I know you're in the fight. I know you're all in. I know that you're bleeding <laughs> from your heart because you want to be holy and that your desires are good and therefore you are good because you're made in the image of the of the father and he's put that desire in your heart and so we're in this together and we're not going to let go like i i remember Anna and i were on a trip and really quick and you know we were having a conversation and i felt like i could say something very direct and she took it and she stayed in the conversation with me and I thought, I don't know that I could have said that to anybody else, but I, but I 
I knew that our relationship and our love for one another in Christ was strong enough to really stay in the conversation, be really frank and hold on. And that's happened that. reciprocally. And it's happened numerous times. Multiple, you know? different, yeah. different ways. Yeah. Before we go to the break, we're talking about community life and healing. And in particular, we're all part of a community called Apostoli VA, A-P-O-S-T-O-L-I-V-I-A-E.org. Uh, you can go out there and uh, join the website. You don't have to be a formal member to get benefit from it. Check it out. Go find a local community. It's necessary for survival in today's world. When we come back from the break, there's something burning in Anne related to what we were talking about. And uh, I'm looking forward to hearing more from what God's doing in her heart and all of this. So we'll be back. We'll be right back. The beautiful fact that no suffering is wasted, that all suffering has a purpose, and to wrestle with the idea, which is that everything that happens in our lives is either willed or permitted by God. Okay, God, why would you permit these things? I know that you're a good father and you're a loving father, so there's something there. So I have to bridge this gap between your permission of my suffering to your love for me as a father. And Uniformity with God's Will, the book by, by St. Alphonsus Liguori, bridges that gap. And he explains as only he can, because he's such a hard hitter, the reality that these are all moments of growth, of virtue, of, hey, your legs are weak. You're like a newborn deer. You can't stand on your own. We need to get you to stand on your own. You know, those sorts of things, even, even desolation. You know, the day-to-day kind of the ebbs and flows of the spiritual life. Those things are all permitted for a greater good, whatever that might be. Check out the brand new updated version of Uniformity with God's Will titled Finding Peace in the Storm with Commentary by Dan Burke. Welcome back to Divine Intimacy Radio. This is Dan and Stephanie Burke, along with Super and Vernon, talking about um, community life and healing. So I saw something firing up in you while Stephanie was talking. I was just remembering the conversation. (laughs) 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 But it's all true. And I think as we grow in our relationship with God and spend more time with him, we really become secure in who we are in him. You can have these conversations and be able to receive what someone has to say and ponder it. Yeah, it may or may not be true, right? Or but you can just receive it and receive them and where they're at, and be okay, be secure in that. And that, you know, I was not always that person. Mm-hmm. So um, the Lord's done my, many mighty work in my heart um, in that place because a lot of times we take these things so personal, right? I mm-hmm. actually I think I remember I, uh, what it was like my second week working here. You had said something to me, mm-hmm. and it would it just broke my heart right away. I couldn't believe it. And I immediately wanted to apologize. And after, you know, praying on it for a while, it's like, well, it was just Stephanie's opinion. I didn't need to apologize. But in my brokenness, I just kind of took on, you know, what she said. And, and it was the enemy trying to cause doubt and division, division. And yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, and in that, so then that's the micro enemy sowing doubt division macro. God moving, mm-hmm. healing is happening in that context. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So uh, let's talk a little about the mission in healing. The, and, and 
specifically the mission, I'm, I'm going to be talking at a summary level, the mission of Apostle B.A. to live the contemplative life, which means that we dedicate ourselves to mental prayer, as you were saying, anesthesis, which is a, which it relates to healing, which is purposeful self-denial for the sake of self-giving. Yeah. And that's what you guys are talking about. Mm -hmm. Prayer gives us that orientation to God that we all are saying that's our tether. So if, so you do if you do something wrong, I do something wrong, we hurt one another. We're all still committed to that same fulcrum point. Is that the right word? Mm -hmm. That means we're all heading the same direction. So if we hang together and work it, in marriage, there's deep intimacy that comes in a sacramental way. Mm -hmm. Non-marriage relationships, there's deep intimacy that comes in a way of friendship, mm -hmm. right? In in camaraderie or whatever in Christ. And in our promises in the community. What do you mean? Well, we've promised together to to this way of life. Mm -hmm. We've knelt before the Lord. We've been uh, clothed in the <coughs> We've been clothed in the scapular. Mm -hmm. And and so in that, you know, we're we're committing to the Lord in right. that. There's promises there. So there's a there's a sacramental bond here, but there's a promise to the Lord in the community that I think is really important as well. That promise is so powerful. Mm -hmm. Oftentimes, I think the past two or three investitures, I can't even say the words because I am sobbing. I'm praying it in my heart, but it's so powerful. And, and she's talking about we gather once a year to receive new members and they're invested in the brown scapular. It's an we have an incredibly beautiful, exquisite mass. Everyone's being prayed over. Yeah. We have um, people have been praying for each other for a year, and they lay. I mean, and, and we promise to pray. And we promised we promise right. to give our hearts fully to God. Yeah, we're yeah. renewing those promises every year. Yeah, and in that, to that ascesis, uh, a lot of people think of ascesis is like this individual thing. It's the you you don't understand. Like if you're putting rocks in your shoes for you, you're probably there's no merit in that. <laughs> that's that's just narcissism, right? But, yeah. just, but proper ascesis is always, I say no to my lower orders, lower order of good or L or just nature. bad, yeah. whatever. I say no to what I want, and it can be arranged from good to not good so that I can love God and love you and other people in the community. According to what he desires, how right. he desires. And man, I mean, I'm. it gives me the chills saying it because you want to tap into grace and like have grace explode in you? Contemplate that. What happens when you become Jesus? Because that's Jesus, mm -hmm. right? What happened to him in the garden? Father... If this, if there's another way, not my will, but yours be done. Explosion of grace, mm -hmm. you know, and, and if we can emulate that reality of saying, you know, I don't want to go pray right now, but if I don't pray, I'm not going to be as holy as I need to be. And somebody's depending on me. Mm -hmm. And so I'm going to go pray or, you know, I I've mean, made a million a promise examples to God and to no. one another in the community, mm -hmm. you know, because I know that when I go to pray, that affects Anne, that yeah. affects Jordan, that affects you and the community, you know? Yeah, it's a, it's obedience. Yes. And why it's so important to have um, spiritual directors and guides when you can discern this type of stuff in community because on our own, I, I always love reading the stories of the saints who 
are so excited to join their order and then they get there and then their superiors like, no, you're not allowed to fast (laughs) for three weeks straight. You have to eat. And that is their suffering is that they have to eat. Mm -hmm. Um, And so on our own, we can really inflate our ego sometimes in terms of this self-denial, but in community is really where it, the fruit and that charity is just born in a, a new like explosion of grace like you said it's Amen. really beautiful yeah i think i think one of the thing it what's striking me about this because you know folks out there might think well you know i have a family or whatever but if your family is not purposefully praying together committing together to follow the lord in a purposeful way you know you're just kind of fighting against the tide too. right and yeah. and that is you're you're weakened in yeah. that you're weakened community creates those promises it, it it allows you to to live in community and in this way of life that does lead to holiness i mean yeah. every every part of what we do in epistle eva is purposeful to help us be purified to become saints we're heading for we're pointed towards heaven there's nobody in this community that i know of knowing how on fire everybody is, it's going, oh, well, you know, I'm kind of shooting for purgatory. And if I miss that, you know, that's, uh, you know, uh, you know, I don't don't like that teaching of the church. You know, know, let's pick and choose. And, you know, I'm going to make my flesh, my God. No, that's not going on. Yeah. We're going, how did the saints live? Yeah. What did they do to become saints? Right. What is common about their lives? Oh, we're going to emulate that. We're going to imitate that. And we're going to do it together. And, and we're going to help each other. We're going to help each other. And in that, God's purifying us and hopefully making us saints. But I'm seeing it happen real time. It's great. In beautiful souls. I, I, yeah, I'm so blown away. Well, you know, it's, it, here's a testimony. Every outside speaker that comes to our events or does formation for us, they are gushing. Uh, the bishop, uh, Liam uh, Carey. Carey. Wow, what a beautiful bishop. Wow. He's so Who spoke at our awesome. Avalon Institute Summit. You would never know. Yeah, he's very <laughs> humble, but wow, he's got a prayer life. But he just remarked, you know, at how moved he was by the people. And, and just, you know, and that's common for our speakers. I'm just blown away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, another speaker said, wow, this group is really deep. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful stuff. Yeah. Community life. Apostle V is one option. Any good, you know, all of these are facets of the diamonds of the church. Spirituality. Carmelites are one facet. Franciscans, Dominicans. Everybody's got a tribe. I really believe this. Every living person needs to be a part of a magisterium faithful. That's hard, but faithful community. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're all welcome to join us second fourth Saturdays. It's no cost. We gather from all around the world. Uh, we do uh, digital formation, and we have local groups. So if you if you're in Australia and you like what you hear on the live, we can hook you up with a small group and that meets locally too in Australia or or Canada or uh, Europe or Italy or you know Japan. Japan, yes, mm-hmm. yeah. you know. Uh, so I guess as we're wrapping this up what what uh i mean what we've been talking about our hearts and healing and how it's affected us what do you say to someone who's going i'm not a joiner let's do that i'm not a joiner because that was you what's what's your answer to that you belong 
Mm-hmm. What what is it about not being a joiner? Like like to me, there's because I remember growing up not being a joiner. I, I kind of felt me like, too. But I was totally I, I outside. Felt like yeah. an outsider. I yeah. felt weird. You know, I I didn't feel like I mis felt misunderstood. Mm-hmm. Um, like you know, what is this? I'm I can't participate in these shallow conversations. I always want to go to the, you know, to the jugular and to what's true and real and beautiful and good and, and, and really talk about what matters. I cannot stay on the surface. So to me, that put me on the outside, similar to you, except I wasn't converting people because I wasn't converted yet, but it was part of my design, Mm -hmm. right. That needed to be purified and drawn into what's true and good and set on fire by the Holy spirit. So, you know, I, th- I think that's, that's uh, you know, what is it about not being a joiner? What's behind that? Because I know that there's things behind that. And I know that you can discern that. Well, I, I, I just, I don't know. I just keep coming back to like, it's just the human heart. We're all created for God, by God, for him. And until we're in his arms, there's always going to be a battle for our souls to make us feel like we don't belong. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter if you are raised in a devout home like me or a very traumatic home like Dan, broken home like Stephanie. Yeah. You know, um, it, we are all in this same battle. Every one of our stories is different, but um, it ultimately what looks the same is that God loves us so much and he wants us to know his love and to be loved. And he delights in that. And um, that's when you're in community, we, we, talked about just bumping up against each other but the lies come out mm-hmm. you know the the wounds come out these things we believe about ourselves that we've been living under this identity of I've always got to do it myself I'm gonna I'm gonna do it I remember one time Dan um I called you we we're gonna have a meeting you're like I can't do it today I'm not gonna do it and I hung up the phone and I said okay I'm doing this on my own just like always you know and it was beautiful because what the Lord did that in that was that I'm not doing it on my own. <laughs> and, uh, you know, someone else showed up and then you came, it, everything worked out, but the Lord healed that lie in my heart. I don't have to always do it on my own. Mm-hmm. And it's beautiful how, when you come together, it, it just happens. Yeah. God wants to heal it. Yeah. Well, I hope this has been encouraging to y'all to, to get out and get to where you're less vulnerable and get some formation and get what you need to be protected what you need to be strengthened find a tribe and run with them find the, yeah saints run, run in packs, packs. If, if you want to be a saint find a pack and run like crazy and with that we're grateful you've been with us on divine intimacy radio so until next time may the god of peace make you perfect in holiness may he preserve you whole and entire spirit soul and body irreproachable at the coming of our lord jesus christ amen amen Learn more about the interior life. Visit spiritualdirection.com. Divine Intimacy Radio is a co-production of EWTN Radio and spiritualdirection.com and heard worldwide on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network.